Hello everyone, I am Millie and I am happy to be here with you as usual and I'm really excited. So I want to welcome you all to today's show. And before we jump into the topic for today, I want you all always to take make sure that you reflect on your wins for the week. What is something that you want to celebrate for this week? For me, I am celebrating a week of wrapping up all of my ESL compliance. I have one more thing to do. Shout out to my coworker. He's actually doing it tomorrow. Uh, but one thing that I did last week was wrap up the final things we have to do for WIDA testing. And so I was really excited about that. Today I did my last online virtual class with my students and also preparing for the upcoming school year mentally brainstorming what I'm going to be doing, thinking about some possibilities, all of that good stuff. So just doing that for this week. But I would love to know how you all are doing for the week. What are some of your wins? What are some of your goals? You can always share those in the comments, something that you are proud of, something that you want to share. We all want to celebrate with you. So please, I want to encourage you to do that. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you all a freebie. I will make sure to share it at the end and we will preview it. It was uh, created out of a reflection that I had for the school year and a need that I realized that my students had. So I'll make sure to share that at the end. I'll link this freebie, which is a step-by-step -step paragraph writer that you can use um, all throughout the school year. This first one is for 12 weeks. I'm going to also do one for informative writing and one for opinion writing. So I'll make sure to share that freebie with you all so you all can try it out. It is a printable and there is also the option where you can get the digital version if you want the digital version. So we are going to go ahead and jump into today's episode. And this is going to be talking about how, how, going down a rabbit hole right now. And sometimes that can happen with everything that's going on. So we're going to be focused on how speaking and acting positively, doing your virtual classes, doing your meetings with your teachers can impact your mindset. And I know from personal experience that it is so easy to go down a rabbit hole and thinking about everything that is possibly going wrong right now. I mean, one of the biggest things for me was not all of my students have access to technology. I've told you all before, I was calling home almost <laughs> every single day for the kids. And it was heartbreaking hearing some of them saying, "Miss Williams, I really want to be a part of the online class. But unfortunately, I can't because, you know, I'm sharing um, a computer or I don't have access to the Internet. And so that was really hard on me to know that some of the students really wanted to be a part of it, but they couldn't. And I'm going to be honest, it feels like I'm living in the twilight zone. Like, is this really happening right now? Now, that was my negative mindset starting to creep in and it was slowly starting to affect my actions. And I know a lot of us are frustrated because I'm frustrated. I know a lot of us are overwhelmed and overworked due to this sudden switch to remote learning. 
But during this time is really mindful that we do not leave the door open for negativity to creep in, just like what happened to me. And I really had to check myself while I was doing that. Now, like many of you, this remote learning has completely taken me by surprise. Like I said, I was in the middle of WIDA testing. My principal came on with an announcement and was like, you know, after spring break, we have a week. And then that week turned into the whole school year. So it has really thrown me off of my routine. And of course, like I said, it's completely taken me by surprise. And it also in a way has kind of broken my spirit, like I mentioned earlier, in the sense that a lot of my students aren't able to participate and they didn't have they didn't have the opportunity to participate. Now, of course, there are options where they can do things like they had the school district. We have the option where they can watch the school um, do online online TV. They can pick up work packets, but it's just nothing like just being there with your students. So it was just heartbreaking for me just to see them or not see them every single day. And I found myself getting discouraged and I also noticed that my mindset is affected. And anybody that knows me, like I'm always the type of person, like we're gonna work through this, it's gonna work out. I'm always trying to be positive at all times. So it was really shocking to me when I kind of found myself going down that negative rabbit hole. And it was something like, Oh, are my kids ever going to get this? This is not fair. This is not right. And all of that's true. It's not fair and it's not right. But I also started noticing when my mindset starting to shift, my words and my actions started to shift. I also started noticing a mindset shift in the students that I was connecting with virtually. I mean, they were coming in and usually when they come in the classroom in class, I always at the door check their mindset like, hey, tell me how you're feeling today. If they're in classroom, in the class, if I see them coming in, I'm always like, if I see them sad or down, I'm like, hey, before you even go in the room, let's let's work this out. And so that was kind of hard to do virtually because of course I can't see them, I can't pick up on their moods and vice versa, right? So they were making comments like, why are we doing this assignment? Do we have to do this? Why is this mandatory? It was just a whole lot of complaining <laughs> and griping and on top of that that was starting to discourage me because I felt like they were losing that momentum that I had taken so much time they put in so much time in building up throughout the school year and once I started to reflect I knew that this had to be addressed immediately and it needs to be addressed quickly and one of the things that I immediately reflected on was I said to myself, Millicent, what type of energy are you bringing into these virtual spaces? That was a hard question I had to ask myself. And that's when I started thinking like, okay, I'm sad, <laughs> I'm frustrated. And you know, it's possible me bringing that energy, maybe the kids are picking up on it. Maybe I'm not my normal self, which is understandable. So I wasn't too hard on myself but I knew then in that moment that I had to, to check myself and check myself really quickly now one of the things that I did was I took a step back and I first thing that I did was rephrasing my words reflecting aloud and saying a positive statement because like I said sometimes 
you know, you just need a moment. You need some self-care. And I realized that's probably what I needed. I also made peace with the fact that I'm doing everything that I can do. I'm making sure that I'm showing up. I'm making sure that I'm calling parents. I'm making sure that I'm reaching out. I'm doing everything that I can do. And I had to make peace with the fact that even though I want everybody to be there, doing everything that I can, the kids are going to see that. You know, they're going to see, they're going to tell their friends. They're going to be like, you know, Miss Williams is doing everything that she can. So I did this. The first thing that I did was I knew that maybe I had to check my language, right? And what I mean by that was I had to reflect and think about, okay, was I giving off a negative vibe? Was I saying things negatively? Um, And I had to make sure that I was rephrasing my words. I was saying positive statements. So that's something I did immediately. I was like, okay, the next time I have this virtual class, I'm going to be very mindful about my statements. I'm going to be very mindful about reflecting. And I'm going to be very mindful about rephrasing my words in the positive. Okay. So that was something I realized I had to do immediately. I also noticed like previously the students were saying negative comments in class, in person classes. When my students say negative comments, I immediately correct it. Like I don't allow it. I say, okay, hey, let's correct it. Let's rephrase those statements with a positive statement. Those are things that I do in the classroom, but I noticed I wasn't correcting it in the virtual classroom. So there's allowing to bring kind of this negative energy into the space. So when students were talking in the the chat box, and if I can see it, I will immediately correct it and have them rephrase their statements with a positive statement. And even just doing these simple things, I noticed a small transformation within myself and the students. And there was sometimes before the virtual class where I pray and I have some quiet time with myself, So I would take about maybe two to three minutes before classroom, before I hit the button to go live. And I would take a moment of silence. I would pray to God, like, God, just give me strength as I enter into this classroom, as I enter into this space. And that really helped me get right, even that simple act. So those were some things that personally helped me get in the right headspace before I entered into the classroom. And I'm telling you all this personal story because I know all of you all are maybe in a similar situation where I, like I was in, where I was frustrated, overwhelmed, and it was starting to show in my actions. And then she's like, you know, she was just saying students pick up on how we speak really quickly. They're very intuitive. And it's amazing to me how they can immediately pick up on your feelings, your emotions, even in classroom, I, I there was some days in the class, in-person class, I would be like, hi, how are you doing? And I would just be feeling horrible inside. I'll never forget, one of my students came up and I was had on my best fake smile and just trying to be, and she was like, Miss Williams, you're not okay. <laughs> and I said, her name was Zaina. I said, Zaina, girl, I am not okay. I'm not okay. I don't know how you picked up on I'm not okay, but I'm not okay today. You know, it was a lot going on in my life and I wasn't okay. And I didn't want to bring it in the classroom. But even though I had that smile on my face, Zaina picked up on it. And she was like, you are not okay. You know, and even then she kind of told me it's okay to be not okay in a moment, you know. So I just want to encourage you, if you are in a similar situation like I was in, just 
take a moment and just reflect on your mindset. If you need a break, you take a break. And a good example of this is today. It was my last class today. And I do a couple of clubs um, virtually. Like I have a planner club and I do like a podcasting club for the kids. And as much as I want to be there with them all summer long, some of the kids ask me, Miss Williams, are you going to be here this summer? And I was like, you know, I'm from the South. And I was like, (laughs) y'all, I can't promise I'm going to be here all summer. You know, I was like, in the summertime, that's kind of a time where I take to recharge and take time to myself and kind of get my life together and my mind together. And I was like, you know what? I can try my best. I was like, but I can't commit to you all um, being here every day during the summer or every Monday during the summer. I was like, honestly, you all, I'm exhausted. I'm tired and I need some time to regroup. And I was like, if I do do the virtual clubs during the summer, it'll be maybe July-ish <laughs> sometime in July. And they were really nice. It was like, okay, we we understand. So taking that time to reflect, if you need a break, take a break. Like I said, this is my last week of school and I'm already mentally celebrating just when Friday comes. I'm like so excited. And one of the things that I'm going to do next week is probably sleep late, uh, watch TV, (laughs) spend time with you all, of course, and um, try not to think about school as much as possible. I know I say that it's hard because you know, right now I'm still thinking about the new year, like what in the world is going to be happening for the new year. The next thing that I do want to encourage you all is to reflect on your actions and words. That's what helped me. I really had to take a moment and say to myself, Millie, you know, are you being positive? Are you, how are your actions? You know, are you, are you bringing in a negative type of energy into the space? And if you haven't, I really want to encourage you to just take a moment and to see if you can rephrase your words, do a gentle correction with yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself, but see if there are some things that you can do. And you can do this. One of the things that I do, and I do this a lot with my students. Like if I say something, I catch myself in the classroom and I say something like don't or can't, I even say aloud to them, I say, how can I phrase this in a positive way? And they always look at me like, okay, is she talking to herself? <laughs> like, what's happening? And I'll say, I'm like, okay, I'm going to rephrase this in a positive way. And they're always like, hmm. <laughs> so I say this aloud to myself. I have no shame in talking to myself or saying this aloud to myself. Like, how, Millicent, how can you phrase this in a positive way? And I encourage you to say that to yourself too. If you find yourself and you catch yourself kind of going down this negative rabbit hole. See if you can say that to yourself and see how you can rephrase that in a positive way. Another thing that I want to encourage you is that it may take some modeling from you to demonstrate to your students as well. If you want to try that same strategy with your students of them rephrasing things or saying things positively, it may take some modeling from you. Like I said, when I was in the classroom and it's hard virtually because in the class I can hear them, I can see them, But a lot of times I may be on the camera, I can't see the chat box. And so there's things going on in the chat box that I can't address immediately. Side note, that's something that I'm going to be brainstorming for the school year is how I'm going to address this chat box if we do have virtual learning, because that's going to be a whole nother thing going on with 
positive language and addressing that in the classroom virtually versus being in person. So that may take some very intentional modeling on my part, on your part that you have to do with the students. Now, I know uh, some of you all, like I said, before you start the live lesson, you know, take a moment. I think once somebody, I think it was Yana said to take a moment to meditate, take a moment to breathe, take a moment to pray, do something to kind of gather your thoughts and focus and bringing in that um, positive energy and getting your mind in a positive space. You know, you might want to say some positive affirmations aloud, anything, anything to kind of center yourself and get yourself into the positive, a positive space. It may seem silly to some people, but those, I feel like if I had to think back on something that was extremely impactful, it would be that taking those two minutes before I hit that live button to, to pray, to have a moment to myself, to kind of get myself in the right headspace. That was one of the most helpful things. So I want to encourage you as before I go into the q and I want to encourage you all to take a moment and reflect on your actions and words. If you are like me, you have like a couple of days of school left and uh, you can still do it. You know, you can still do it because it'll prepare you for the next school year. I want you to take a moment and do that. And then I want to encourage you that when you see or you hear negative thoughts creep in, actions creep in. I want to encourage you to take immediate action, even if that's, like I said, taking a moment to yourself, even if that is saying something positive or saying how you can re rephrase it, okay, in any kind of way. I also wanted you to encourage you to plan a few moments for yourself before you hit the button to go live in a virtual classroom and sit with some positive thoughts before your virtual classroom. Any way you want to do that. Like I said, my personal preference is I say a prayer, I sit in silence, I get myself together, but however you want to do that. And another thing is, is that see if your school district, if you're feeling really overwhelmed, if you're feeling anxious, any of those feelings, see if your school district has a, a free employee assistance program where you can talk to a counselor about any ongoing stress or anxiety or any problems. I know our school district offers it. And it is a great tool to have. So I want to encourage you to see that you should call it an employee EAP, an employee assistance program. So see if that's a, a benefit that your school offers. Now, I'm going to go over to the comments because I see some people are offering some strategies as well. But I also want to know if you have any strategies that you are currently doing to kind of keep yourself in a positive space. It is hard. <laughs> it is really difficult sometimes. But if there are some strategies that you're doing to kind of keep yourself in a positive space, I want to encourage you to share those. And I'm going to go over, and you all, thank you all for showing up today um, and being here. <laughs> yeah, um, Deanna, I really hope I'm saying your name correctly. She said that she does breathing helps. She says she uses her Apple Watch to breathe throughout the day. That is a really good tip. I did not know the Apple Watch does that. I know that there's some meditating apps out there that you can use. Um, and... <laughs> Oh, Jennifer, thank you. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I love, um, I just love when people are transparent and I felt like 
at this point in the school year after just processing everything that definitely need to be transparent and thank you all for being here <laughs> and I'm thanking you all for empathizing with me because sometimes you feel like you're the only person going through this even though there's so many other people out there that are that are going through this um yeah so if you do have any strategies I know there's a meditation apps out there and so many things that you can do to just center yourself. And I know going into the new year, that is something that I am going to be doing is um, really looking into what I can do to prepare myself. Because if this, if we have to endure this for the school year, again, I want to make sure that it's going to be hectic. I know it's going to be hectic. And so I want to make sure that I am actually being prepared and that I am actually being thoughtful about everything that I'm doing. So I want to share with you all now, I have a freebie that you all can share with any other ESL teacher that you know. One of the things that I noticed at the end of the school year that my students were struggling with was paragraph writing. And I teach seventh grade this year. And I thought, you know, you always go in, you are, uh, I know I always assume since sometimes they're in seventh grade, they know how to do this. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I don't know why am I assuming this. If I have the data to show that my students are struggling, <laughs> that's what I need to go by. So I noticed from just observations that they were struggling. One thing that I did really good last year with my students and it showed was I had this writing paragraph graphic organizer and it was really generic I have a freebie of that as well I'll link to it but it was really generic and I noticed when I used that graphic organizer when they were taking assessments they actually started to pick up on uh they were actually using some of the strategies so what I'm going to go ahead and do is walk you all through a strategy that I use with my students. It is going to be, I'm playing, like I said, we're always, I heard somebody say, we're always thinking about the new year. It's really weird for, for some reason this year, I don't know why I didn't do this. Um, I should have did it. <laughs> I should have did it, but for some reason I did not. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to share, I hope you all can see, I'm going to pull up my screen right here and I call it the step-by-step -step paragraph like I said I'm going to link this for you all so you all can download it for free and you all can use it this is the digital version of it um but let me go over to this oh hold on okay yeah so what it is is that each single day the students are going to have a specific activity to do with their paragraph so for example on monday monday they are going to have a brainstorming session now i'm personally going to use this as a bell ringer now you can use it however you want to use it you can use it for bell ringers you can use it for homework you can use it as a weekly writing assignment however you want to do it but on monday they're going to have a brainstorming session and i have a prompt and then on the prompt, as you can see here, I'm going to zoom in just a little bit. On the prompt, you see they have a section where students can brainstorm their answers to the writing prompt. They can write their answers that come to mind. 
So the first day, I just want them to brainstorm. Now, in this example, it says a favorite memory. What is a favorite memory that you all had growing up? And write in a paragraph explaining why. Now, on here, I have, um, I did an example for them. So I had brainstormed some favorite memories and you see that I circled the one that I wanted to use in the paragraph. Now, the next thing that on here is that create, uh, circle one of your ideas, which I did. And what are two details that support your answer? So right here, just two details because this is gonna go into their paragraph. Then on Tuesday, this is this graphic organizer that has something similar that I used last year. Now, I don't know how many of you all are in WIDA states, but this was really helpful because I think on the WIDA or on, even on the WIDA practice test that I've had, it always said something about write seven to 10 sentences. So I wanted to make sure that they have those juicy paragraphs. So in here is a step-by-step, um, -step, like write the hook, write the topic sentence, a detail, explanation, detail two, explanation two. And then this is a big one, different point of view. If you all notice on those language assessment rubrics for writing and in speaking, it always says the students need to write from a different point of view. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure I add that in. Like, I'm going to start this with them immediately because I noticed this school year, my students were struggling with like a different point of view. What are you, what are you talking about? So I immediately picked up on it and I was like, okay, I want to just at the beginning of this school year next year, I want to hone in on it. I want to teach them how to speak and write from a different point of view or acknowledge a different point of view. So this is one that I added in there and this is the conclusion. Now, just as a side note, here are some sentence frames that they can use. As you see, they correspond to the graphic organizer. So side note about that too. So last school year, yeah, last school year, the students were using the other graphic organizer that I were using, but I noticed it's something that we're getting kind of dependent on the sentence frames. So if you're doing this, I would let them use it just to get used to it. But after a while, just make sure you kind of slowly pull that away from them so they won't get so dependent on it, especially during, because in the day during the assessments, they won't be able to use those sentence frames. So slowly kind of pull that away. Um, but yes, and you can use this for newcomers too. And so here on Wednesday, they write their first draft and that's all they do on Wednesday. And if you notice all, if it's done correctly, like I tell my students, all you have to do is to take the sentences that you wrote from Tuesday and put it on Wednesday. That's why I encouraged them when on Tuesday to write in complete sentences. And you would think sometimes I'm teaching, you would think that I'm just asking them the world to do this, but I'm like, write in complete sentences. That way when it's time for Wednesday, all you have to do is copy. So they do that on Wednesday, they write the first draft. And then on Thursday, they go back and they edit. Now, side note, if you have newcomers, you can pick maybe two to three of these to focus on if you want to, maybe one to focus on, not so it won't be so overwhelming to them. Um, for my intermediates, I'm going to pick pick all of them to do, to do all of these for next year since I have intermediate. But if you're teaching newcomers, you can still do this with your newcomers as well. But if you do the editing, I would just encourage you maybe to focus on two to three things that you want them to focus on for their editing. And then on Friday, they have a last time they go back, they rewrite it in a clean paragraph. And then on, it's optional. You can do it Friday. You can have them do it for homework. Um, 
they draw a photo or I was going to have some of the kids that can't draw, maybe cut out paper uh, clips from magazines or post pictures from online and put it into Snapple photo. So I'm going to immediately link to this after the fact. It's going to, I'm excited about it because I really think it's going to be helpful for my students in getting in that mindset of writing, having those good paragraphs. And not only is it going to help them on their language assessments, it's going to help them when they go to ninth grade into high school and they need to write really good paragraphs, really, really good paragraphs. And I really believe that that was something that I did last school year that was beneficial and helpful to the students. So once again, I'll make sure to link that for you all immediately afterwards so you can have access to it. So I want to thank everyone for showing up today and being here and being supportive. I really, really appreciate it. If you have any questions, just feel free to tag me in the comments. Once again, thank you all for being here and you all have a fantastic evening. Bye. Okay, before I go, <laughs> Jennifer, I'm going to link it in Actually, if you all give me one quick moment, I can look it up for you all really quickly. Um, it's in my Teacher Pay Teacher store, and I also have freebies in there as well. I have both in there, the graphic organizer, um, to do this. And uh, the other thing, getting them to write more, yeah, it's really, um, me personally, for my professional development, I need to learn how to teach writing. Like I said, I went the alternative route to get into education. So I need to learn how to specifically teach it. I know there are a lot of workshops out there. And this summer, that is going to be my main <laughs> focus for my professional development. It's because I noticed that a lot of the students that I teach, um, unfortunately, they don't feel confident. And I want to get them confident. Um, Jennifer, it is my adventures in ESL and I'm pulling it up now to, to link it for you all. So you all can, um, have it as well. And so if you all know any good, uh, courses out there, that is going to be my big thing for professional development. I don't care. It's for elementary, high school, middle school. That is going to be what I am doing this summer for professional development is focusing on writing for my students okay so here is the link to it um i hope you all got it i just posted it okay there you go <laughs> yeah just go there and download it for free and let me all know how you all like it i'm definitely open to feedback and just let me know how you all are liking it. You, some of y'all like me may not be able to use it for next school year, but definitely look it over and I am open to any feedback that you all have on it. Okay. So, <laughs> so once again, thank you all so much for being here and I hope y'all have a fantastic evening. Bye.